would like to thank our amazing sponsors, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists work with you to plan and book your trip. Whether you're traveling to a theme park, headed out on a cruise, or wanting to get away anywhere in the world, as experts in smart travel, their agents suggest the best itineraries and activities to fit your family's needs and handle all the reservations on your behalf. There is no cost to you or your family when using Touring Plans Travel Services, and you may even save some money if discounts become available after booking. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And we have a very special guest for this week's episode, Doug. Really excited about this one. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. going to be informational. It's actually a thing that someone requested we do so that they can get in and out of lines a little faster and then always have the best seat on attractions. So... Here we good go. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. No new Patreons this week, which is sad. It's been a little bit since that's happened. But if you want uh, bonus shows, after shows, uh, some a live Zoom, depending on the level that you get, uh, we're going to have a really good after show with our guests today. We've had a couple before. So uh, stay tuned and check out that in the uh, show notes. That's right. Also, thank you to everyone that's leaving Apple Podcast Reviews. We really appreciate those. They go a long way to helping the show get found. And it's fun just to read them. And sometimes, Derek, I think people mess with me on the name of their their username. I honestly this is a good think... good one. I don't... Is it? Yep. Or are they just out to get me? I just me? want to hear you say it. All right. Gold Mine of Disney World Info. Five stars by Moo Moo Ba Loink. Ah, you did the noises. I was hoping you would do yeah, that. You know, I'm here for the show. All right. Our upcoming Disney World trip is going to be even better thanks to this podcast. This is an absolute gold mine of info to help you get the most out of your trip. I have planned out each day's rope drop and lightning lane strategies, which foods to eat, and even what things to skip. These two are a hoot. Look at that. Even an animal noise at the end, Derek. At the end, yes. That's well, that's a good show, you know, keeping it full circle. Yeah. They pulled We it never back do together, that on our so. podcast. We, we're all over oh, the place sometimes. We, we are. So thank you very much, Moo Moo Ba Oink. Thank so. you so much. Keep <laughs> leaving those five stars and keep making weird names and emojis and all sorts of things so we can read them on air. So let's jump into today's show with the awesome guests that we have because. Not every seat at Disney World is equal. Some lines and queues are straight and others are crooked. Today we have someone who has done all the rides of Walt Disney World many, many, many times. And he knows where to sit, stand, to gain advantage and to get the right spot in the right line. So to maximize your strategy in the park, we have Walter himself. No, it's Kent Mullins, F-O-W. Welcome back to Rope Drop Radio. F-O-W for life. Star Cruiser time. It was a great time, but it's been a while for the Rope Droppers. Why don't you give the Rope Drop community a small sampling of your park history? Uh, lifetime, lifetime Florida boy. Grew up in Jacksonville, Florida, so Disney was you know two hours down the road. Uh, moved to Orlando and uh, decided to go to Disney quite a bit. And then I decided to learn how to ride all the rides at Walt Disney World in one day. I did that eight times, and so that's kind of how I ended up here. 
And you're like the fastest ever, ever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not just all the rides in the Magic Kingdom, all the rides in Hollywood. Studios. It's all the rides. Right. Just to clarify for people that are like, no, you didn't. People can't do that. It's impossible. Every ride that moves in one day. So if it moves and is in the park, it counts as a ride. So Carousel yep. of Progress. Counts as Tom, a ride. Tom Sawyer's a ride. That's a Island. Nap. The rafts are a ride. I don't care what anybody else says. The rafts are a ride. Definitely a ride. They move. They're a ride. So there you go. So we're going to start with one park, work our way through it, go to the other parks, talk about where to sit, where to stand, gain a little advantage. So let's hit the Animal Kingdom first. We're going to talk about Flight of Passage. The line really doesn't have any options. There's no pre-show where you crowd around. They put you on numbers, which probably frustrates you. But do you ever try to sit somewhere in particular to get a better view or anything like that on Flight of Passage? So it's for me, if you're looking for the best ride possible and the best experience, you want as close to the middle of the screen as that is. So you're looking like number six, seven, something like that. Somewhere there in the middle. So if you have friends that you don't like that much and they have the better seats, you offer to trade. Absolutely. Yeah. So depends on the level of friends. Okay. So really not much you can do at Flight of Passage. So let's move back to the, I'd say, the keystone attraction of Animal Kingdom, the Safari. Uh, No pre-show, so you don't have to worry about that. There is a left or right uh, where you have to pick which way to go. Does that ever influence anything? Do you just look ahead to make your decision? Yeah, when you're when you're coming down the ramp, kind of look ahead and see what load is. Because sometimes the longest line means they're the next to load. So if you kind of do kind of quick judgment, be like, man, that line's longer, but they're getting ready to load a truck to where the other one just loaded. So get in a longer line. I know it's counterintuitive, but that means they're getting ready to load faster. Just, just a little tidbit I have. Um, and what I like about that queue is that it's one where you can take the stroller in with you. And so you can you don't have to look for stroller park. You can just go in with the stroller on that one. Yeah, it's like stroller valet parking. Yes. Valet stroller parking. A lot of people don't know that. It's great. And the beauty of, of the Safari is, is in my preferences, is, is you either want to be right behind the driver so you can feel their AC. Because <laughs> you can sometimes get that AC in your face from them. Or, or the back, but you want to be the first group in. Most of the attraction happens on that side of the vehicle. The left. The left Correct. side of the... So if they're going to put anybody with you, you want to be to the left. Also, if you're once again with those friends you don't like very much, you get on first, let them on behind you. Correct. Uh, if you like the person you're with, you like you can go first and have the better seat. So, do you ever stop and say like, "Hey, I want front row," and are willing to wait for that at Safari? Is it that big a deal ever? Uh, not for me. I mean, it's just kind of usually it depends on my purpose. If I'm there for a leisure trip, you know, I kind of I, I want I like to be closer to the driver because usually I can interact with them, especially if you have a good mm-hmm. a good driver for that Safari. Some are more interactive than others, but um. You know, it's just, it's kind of up in the air. All depends on the driver for me with Safari. Derek, do you ever care? Nope. I'm just happy to get on it. And the last few times we've actually skipped it. My kids are like, oh, we're done with that. We have a zoo in Omaha. So those children. Yep. All right. Let's head over to one where the row does matter. There's no pre-show here. There is a single rider line, right? That's a whole different episode. Uh, Everest. What Doug's rows favorite do you ride. prefer? I just wanted the road that got me off the fastest and I'm never going on it again. That's, that's all that is. And then do you guys have a preference front back middle? 
if you're going for more enjoyment, this one, as opposed to some other attractions we'll get to later, this definitely is a front row attraction. Uh, to me, it's the best part of this ride is if you're in the front row. I agree. And I feel like the back moves a little bit more uh, and maybe uh, hurts Doug's motion sickness a little bit. They all did, Derek. So, and and no, if you want the front row, once you get through the queue, obviously not if you're in the single rider line, but if you're in the fast pass line or the the standby line, um, when you get there, tell them front row, and then they'll kind of put you in in another queue on the other side. So I always usually snag a look. Like if I want the front row, I'll come in like and look where it is because it's biked by the single rider line. But then I'll go through the queue with my fast pass or sorry, Genie Plus, Lightning Lane. Lightning Lane. Yeah. Wrong yeah. verbiage. Sorry, guys. But um, and then that way I'll know how long the, the extra wait is there and if I'm willing to do it. Front row for Everest. All right. Worth it. Ask for it. Go do it. Um, This next one, I don't know that it really matters. It has a pre-show. But it's a pretty straightforward, like obvious where the next door is pre-show dinosaur. Yeah. So don't be afraid to walk by people. There is no cue in that. You want to get close to that door. So I usually back up all the way to the wall and go as close to that door. Even if I'm the last person in that room, I guarantee I won't be one of the first three people out of it. Don't someone might give you the stink eye like you're cutting. But once you're in a pre-show, there's no cue anymore. It's it's a free for all. So this show is about where to head. And head towards that door. Now, I do enjoy the pre-show because Dr. Seeker is a Disney Parks icon of sorts. Yeah. No, I agree with Kent. We're trying to get through that pre-show. Get out of there. Get down to the ride. Well, after you watch Dr. Seeker, of course. Okay. I mean, the doors aren't open. You're going to watch it. Just watch it from the back corner. All right. So that's Animal Kingdom in a nutshell. Anything else? I We didn't talk about any of the theaters. We, that's a whole different thing. Um, we're talking about things that move here today, folks. Um I can't think of like Navi River Journey. There's really nothing. I, I mean, pretty straightforward stuff. So let's move on to Hollywood Studios and an attraction that's near and dear to Rope Drop Radio's heart. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. First oh, yeah. up, the pre-show. Let's talk about the pre-show, Kent. Pre-shows. This is one where because it fills from the back to the front to the screen. So you really are going to, if you're trying to get up close, you have to be one of the first people in. If not, you're going to be pushing through a bunch of people. But try to get up as close to the rail as possible, and that's the fastest way through that pre-show. And the center. It opens in the front center of the railing, right into the middle of what looks like a movie screen. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but like right in the front center. Also, like there's two doors that go into each theater, and if they, they walk you past the first door... They're angled kind of funny and they line you up so that they stick you to the back of the second door. I am that guy that will occasionally just do, 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 do slow down and stop at the first door. And then they'll be like, fill in all space. And I act like I can't speak English for a few seconds. And I stand there and then the door opens to the theater and I'm the first one there. Right. Am I doing okay. that right, guys? I think I'm doing it right. As long as they don't kick you out of the park, I guess. Ultimately, the goal is to be on that rail in the center. I mean, there's no one near that pre-show. You want to be in the center on the rail. That's position 1A. And if not on the center, you want to work your – or on the rail, you want to work your way to the center because the center will filter in first like sand through an hourglass. If you're towards the outside, you're going to be last because then you go into another queue, which is always backed up and annoying. Um, And then when you get to the front – of the queue you get to the cast member that's putting people in rows 
Kent, do you have a favorite row? Because we have a favorite row. I definitely know your guys' favorite row. Um, I'm kind of partial to the second train car. Okay. Like road is three and four? Yes. So what do you like about three and four? So the way it kind of breaks is you kind of get in the back sooner, and then it kind of rotates through. So for me, that that just to me is where I feel like I see more of the attraction Mm -hmm. um, or more kind of the stuff that, you know, I'm looking for, which is like all the hidden characters and stuff like yeah. that. So for me, that's that's just kind of where I found my honey hole to be. Yeah. Derek, do you know the, the right rows here? Put yeah, I spot. ask for it every time. Seven and eight. Seven and eight. If you want to yep. see hashtag Trumpet Squid, seven and eight. You can see a glimpse you know of it. people have messaged us like over the last year? What row is it again? I had one the seven other day, eight. actually. Seven or eight. Seven and eight. Seven and eight ask for it when you get up there they'll be like oh you're one of those people and then they'll yep. put you in it and it's they let fun. me in every time i ask yep. yeah i've never been told no and one neat thing about it though i don't always ask for it because there is something different from every car and you can look for little details the rewritability is top notch is this an e-ticket absolutely not but it is a fun rewritability c maybe a d if depending on your mood Type of ride? Absolutely. Another ride I don't go on. Star Tours. No pre-show, but do you ever ask for certain rows? I know there's, some people say the middle, the back, the front. The middle I know is less motion sickness, which doesn't bother me. So I will sit anywhere that I can, though I am picking up that in the back two rows, that's where the spy usually is. So I've been trying to get like me or my kids in the back two rows and uh, Declan's gotten spy now a few times. Never been a spy. I've been the only one on that attraction and the only person in the car. And I still wasn't the rebel. Spy. It was you, me and Declan the one time. And you're like, Declan's going to get it. And he did. It's so literally the spy is not picked by AI or computer or automatic. It can be any seat can be it. And yep. it is a cast member that picks it. So when Kent was the only writer, there was a cast member that went, nope. Not doing it. Not this You guy. know, the, the kiss of death was probably because I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be the the rebel spy. Right. And, you know, he went back and was like, no, you're not. Click. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's hilarious. I wouldn't pick you either. Yeah, I, to me, middle, um, center, middle of the, the, the car is pretty good. The front row, I don't mind the front row either if you can get front. Um, more leg room in the front. You can stretch out a little bit more with your legs, which us bigger folks tend to like. Not us, Derek. Nope. I'm good. We're not not tall. I fit in the under compartment. On the rides? Like where yes. I put my hat? Yeah, okay. that's where I go. Yeah. I forget I'm the tall one on the show. All right. It is. <laughs> all right, let's, let's move over to one with all kinds of logistical things here. Smugglers Run, Millennium Falcon. So this has a pre-show. It sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. Sometimes they use it, sometimes they don't. Kit, when there is the pre-show going, do you have a strategy? Do you just kind of walk past people? Do you just mob up somewhere? Yeah, I'll 100% walk past people. There's a line on the floor all the way mm-hmm. up. Go up to that line. Um, yep. Even if they stop, it's it's filling all available space. Once you get to the pre-shows, here's kind of the secret, and you'll it's kind of a reoccurring theme. Get up to the door or the line or whatever it is as close as you can. So if you're trying to get on it and beat the pack that you're in, get up to that line and then, you know, you'll filter over in. I mean, there's been times Hondo is still talking and they're like, Hey, you can go in. And I just beeline past everything. They're all watching recording. I've yep. seen it. So 
go right past them. And then they got, I had one where they got mad at me. I'm like, it's time to go. They said, go. I went, you didn't. Yep. Move along. And then you have to ride in the same cockpit with them. And it's awkward. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> yeah. So then we move on to where they assign you positions. So pilot gunner or engineer. We have learned engineer is the most important at getting a high score, but it's not the most fun. So do you guys say this is your first time or you're taking a friend and it's their first time? Do you have them ask for a specific job, even if it means waiting for one more rotation? Without yep. a doubt. Mm-hmm. You stand what right you? there and say, I want to be a pilot. Yep. Yep. Got to be a pilot. Want to be a pilot. Yep. Have to be we, so when we were on with uh, Aaron and Matt and Declan and I, they actually gave us um, gunner and engineer. And I pointed out my Halcyon pin. And I was kind of being a little bit of a care. And I was like, hey, uh, these guys have never been on it before. And they are going to be a pilot. And they're like, OK, we'll wait a rotation. And they did. Yeah. So Aaron and I, Matt could be pilots. Don't be afraid. If you go through that genie or lightning lane line or the standard line on anything and you want something specific, just tell them yep. when you get there. You might have to wait till the next load, but if that's yeah. not a big deal, then tell them, I want to be a pilot. And what they'll do is they'll load the people in behind you that don't really know better. Right. And then you'll be the pilot. They on just the start next taking line. that and a couple more single riders get in there. Yep. yep. I've now done single rider on that ride multiple times where Declan and I have been together. Cause that How about, happens. That's, that's fun. How about Chewbacca mode? We got to do that once. That was pretty fun. Yep. That has nothing yep. to do with this topic though. It's true. I loved it. First time I'd ever seen it. Yeah, it, it's a it's a weird, weird thing. Like just Chewie yelling at you for six minutes or something. All right, let's let's move on. Rise of the Resistance. So there's one pre-show, another random gathering point, transporter pre-show. There's, you know, a huge dock and then there's more lines and then there's another show, and then you're on colors, and then you load the vehicle. Did I get it all? Like, yep, you nailed it. There's a few it. things here. So my first initial thought is, to me, this this attraction, uh, when fully functional, I have to put that caveat in, is the best I've ever seen created. And you want to take it all in. So this is one where I will stop and linger and be the last person in. Um Trust me, like I'm usually the last person on the transport and the last person off it. So I'm the last person in the big open room when you get off the transport. So that's just kind of how how I am with with Rise. Yeah, I take my time. Do you, Derek? Oh, absolutely. Got to get the pictures and everything. My favorite thing still to this day is you get in, you get on and off at the same spot and people still get the wrong door. They'll go line up on the other door and it just cracks me up all the time because I'm like, no, this door's. Why is that guy over at that door? That's the door we came in on. It's the same one. Yeah, I I don't mind being the last one off that transport. I kind of hide in the corner, let people off. I will say if you've never been on the transport, though, try to try to be one of the first people kind of on it. So you kind of migrate to the front and see the animatronics work. Yeah. I think that's kind of really important on that, that transport pre-show front and middle. So you can see screens in front of you, behind you, all that kind of stuff between the first pre-show with Ray. um, I like to be towards the back to kind of see it all. If you're too close, you can't see everything that's happening up there. Um, Most of the time they don't fill it too full. So you can move around if you need to. Then when you leave that, 
don't don't hesitate to stop. Take a picture of the X-wing. BB-8s out there. It's Poe's X-wing, right? Then you load the shuttle, linger on the shuttle. Then you're in the the dock, right? The what's why am I not remembering the real name? It's got to be a docking bay, right? That's right. Yeah, the docking bay. And then get your pictures of stormtroopers. They'll tell you to move along, but eh, they're imperial people. You don't have to move that fast. And then you can get in either line after that, right? Left or right. If you're the last one to get in it, it's easy to judge which one to pick. I think. Yep. Yep. Kind of watch where everybody went. They all follow each other into one. Like, oh, it's great. I have been in there where the one line is all backed up and they think I'm cutting being in the other one. I walk right on the ride. Yeah. And then, then after that you get given your color and then it doesn't really matter where you're at. Just don't touch the wall, Derek in the interrogation room. Never have. You did. You shut the whole thing down. They blamed you. They said, Derek touched the wall. I was in the middle. It was, it was funny. They're like, yep, the whole ride went down. And uh, you, someone touched the wall in here. So we all pointed at Derek. I don't think touching the wall can make a ride go down. No. If that's the case, it would never be up. Like, okay. Anyway, we should move on. Okay. So that's the big one. Tower of Terror. Here's a, a pre-show that matters. And it's not obvious where the next door is, like all the other one we've talked about. Can, can you describe where that door kind of is? And there's two different ways you can go to the pre-show to complicate it. So after you come out of the library for Tower of Terror, you're going to come, you know, you're going to come out immediately. You want to be close to the back door. You're away from the TV. So when you get into that first pre-show room, go away from the TV to the backside and find the other door. All right. When you come out of that door, you're going to follow the path and it's going to split. It's going to go straight or it's going to let you take a right. And you get to choose the straight. If you go straight, if all four my uh, elevator shafts are working, straight will load faster. So even though sometimes the run, the, the right hand turn looks shorter, straight will load faster. It's a shorter path. So it looks like there's more people. So you kind of got to judge it a little bit, right? You got to use, so like if, if right's way short, maybe that's the right answer. But if they're both equal, I'm going straight every time. Like if they're both back to where you, you're going to have to make a decision, go straight every time. Okay. That, that seems, and then they put you on a number, no more choosing. Do you ever ask for front row or back row in this one? I never have. Not since they put the, the lap bar down. When you used to have the seatbelt in the back row, absolutely every time. Yeah. Oh, the good old days. All right. Here's here's one I don't do. Rock and roller coaster. I know there's a pre-show, and there's also rows to pick. What are your thoughts here, fellas? Definitely a pre-show that you can just get to that door, and I do that every time. You don't like Aerosmith, Derek? I'm good. Uh, My kids thought they were a made-up band for the attraction. And if you don't want to really feel bad about skipping everybody, go all the way up to the screen. Cause most people don't go up to the rail, go up to the rail and just kind of act like you're looking around at their little museum where their the band is recording and just keep working your way to the door. Nice. Solid tip. Solid tip. What uh, rows do you request for this one? Are you willing to wait for front row back row? What's the, what's the hot one? Best ride if you want the best experience is the front row. But honestly, I don't really think there's a difference in like the thrill of the attraction, be it front row, back row, middle row. It's in the dark. Agreed. So, yep. 
All right. Well, that concludes Hollywood Studios. Uh, we didn't talk about a few others, but like Slinky Dog, it's a simple roller coaster, this, that sort of stuff. So I think the rest of it's pretty self-explanatory. All right. Epcot. Epcot has some weird ones. We're going to start with the weirdest possibly here. Test Track. Test Track doesn't have a pre-show. It has a design studio. And this is a time thing. So if you go in there, you design your car, which is fun. You got to do it. Don't skip it. But then when you're desi done designing your car, what do you do, Kent? Go walk through the door. <laughs> That's right. Yep. There's a clock counting down. Everybody's going to stand there and stare at the clock. You just walk on past people. The door will push open. Last time we did that, everyone followed us. Yeah, and that leads to a bottleneck experience. So you definitely want to get one. through that door as fast as you can. It, worst or second worst, I don't know. We'll discuss that later. But beating that bottleneck and is priceless. And don't feel bad about walking past people here at all. Just, just do it. Like if you go through the single rider line, they have like the pre-made car selections in the front, mm -hmm. and people will stop there. You just push right through them. Just walk right through them. They stop there. You keep going, and then you go up until the line starts on the single rider line. So it's kind of the same strategy in both lines like as you keep walking as far as it'll let you keep walking all right and then um i don't think front row i know some people that have stopped and asked for front row and they just assign them to a different car not that big a deal and it's three in a row which is weird lots of single riders get through that one all right soren here um they're gonna put you in an a b or c you don't really get a choice there you don't get to pick but then they put you in another one, two, or three. Whew. This one matters with your uh, view, so to speak. Right, Kent? Absolutely. Want to be on the top. The the top. So is that the first row or the last row, if you want the back? The one closest to the wall. Okay. Closest to the wall. And then, like, the one, two, or three bays, or are they A, B, and C again? I think they're A, it's B, and a, B, C. It's A, B, and C bays. Yeah, they do A, B, and C to the theaters, and then they do A, B, and C again. You you want everything to look like it looks like, like the Eiffel Tower to be straight. You want to be in the middle of B, because if you're on the edge of C or A, the Eiffel Tower is, like, curved hilariously. The infamous bent Eiffel Tower. Right. And I actually like being on one of the sides now because I think it's more funny to get the bent Eiffel Tower. Well, and it's not just the Eiffel Tower. It's really everything. Everything. Yep. Everything. Everything curves. The Taj Mahal gets all crooked. So, I mean, you like, again, and this goes through all these rides. If you want a specific experience, do not be afraid when they're loading you to ask them, hey, can I be in the B bay in the first row or in the top row? And I guarantee you might have to wait till the next time they load it, but they'll, I've never seen them not accommodate somebody. Now watch someone's going to go and say this guy on a podcast because yeah. they're going to deny an accommodation, but I've never not seen them accommodate if they can. So don't be afraid to ask. Just ask nicely. You don't have to have yeah. like a 20 in your palm or anything even, but you just ask nice. But top row middle is the best for sure. That's on the best Zorn. way. Yeah. The next one has some pre-shows. Guardians of Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Kent, where do you stand in this first big pre-show? It's a big room, right? Yeah, so you want to kind of 
venture towards the right side of the room. Yeah, the screen's in front of you, kind of different sides. It's You need to watch it, though. It's entertaining. Epcotians. Or at least it was entertaining the first ten times. It's becoming now, though, people are becoming obnoxious with the callbacks on it, though. Uh, I don't know if you've done it lately. The callbacks yeah, I, when he talks, they're becoming obnoxious. Don't upset Terry Crews. And just remember there are kids in there when you yell stuff out, please. No, that's a good point. And there's people experiencing stuff for the first time. Like yep. You don't need to do things or quote stuff along with it. That's a bigger issue at the next park. We're going to talk about one ride. But uh, so off to the right, and then you go into another queue. And then do you get another choice later on down this queue? Or like where you sit? Yeah, you can on the attraction. But I think the second pre-show is more important than the first. Oh, um, on the alt, the the where you stand. So when Terry Crews rushes you into the other room, when you get into that room, there are going to be lights on the floor as you're getting teleported to the space. There are going to be lights on the floor, right side of the room. They're going to be stay inside the lights because they don't want you next to the wall for obvious reasons. That wall magically disappears, but you want to filter to the right side of that room. If not, you're going to be what I consider one of the worst bottlenecks on property. And then on the attraction, front row, back row, doesn't matter because they all kind of swivel and turn so much. I don't think, I think in the back, it's a little less of a thrill. Um, For me, that's great. Like, I just think it's because you're staring more at the backs of the cars in front of you. That front, man, and it swivels. I mean, even I sometimes get a little like, whoa. Feel a little like Doug. Yeah, a little. No, no, Doug takes it to a whole nother level. We did it once. I did it once with Doug's family, like twice in an hour. And the second time yeah. I was like, oh, I need not do that again. Yeah. My kids are like, yeah, let's go. Crazy people I live with. All right. Here's a random one. I'm going to add. I said we're doing things that move. But Voices of Liberty, uh, the highest rated attraction at Epcot. This is a vocal show of acapella music in American Adventure in the Rotunda. I'll just say it. The best place to sit is right down. Um, so you come in, there's the rotunda to the right side. They perform kind of, there's a circle. You sit right on the floor under the dome and they have some benches. If you don't want to sit on the floor, they're back a little bit, but you want to be under the dome. Any, anything else to add on that? I just needed that PSA in there. Front row for voice of Liberty under that dome on the floor is ugh, it. They're amazing. And Sitting there makes it sound even more amazing. I've cried watching them a few times, so highly recommend. I saw the Star Spangled Banner last trip. I had like goosebumps. It was the weirdest thing because I'm like, do I stand up? Okay. Oh, yep, we're doing this. You know, and it was something. It was, if it was the uh, Super Bowl, they would have hit the over by far. Absolutely. Yeah. I have have one more Epcot attraction before we bounce. Let's get it. That's important to me. Okay. So it is uh, the it. Three Caballeros, the no. or most commonly known as the Mexico Boat Ride. You want the front row, and then you can put your feet up. Oh, it is! It is! It'll change the way you ride that attraction. So once they launch the boat, go right ahead and put your feet right on up. You can stretch them out. It is a whole fantastic way to see that attraction. I still think we need chips and not a salsa. I think that would top it off. I mean, if, if, if you could take some adult seltzers on there, absolutely, you know, adult sodas, that'd be yeah. great. But 
front row feet up. I'm telling you, it, it'll change. It'll change the way you experience the attraction. All right. Let's head on over to the Magic Kingdom. So first up, uh, just lots of coasters here. Uh, no pre-show. The Mine Train, are you asking for a certain row? I have, don't really have a preference. I think the 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 thrill's the same back or front. I don't think it's that much different. So, I mean, it's kind of... The back's probably got a little bit more thrill than the front, but the front probably is visually a little better. I'm always trying to get behind my kids for the picture, so my kids will be in, in front of me. Yeah, you don't want to block your kids in the picture, especially if you're putting yep. your hands up. That's another thing if you're in the same car with somebody when you put your hands up put your outside hand up inside hand like halfway up so you don't block the people behind you a little rope drop courtesy yep on those yes all right um space mountain preference anything yes yeah so definite preference for us people that are are are, are, i'm six three i definitely don't want rose one or four I want two, three, five, or six. There is more leg room, a good bit more leg room. The front, it, you're, it just kind of, the nose just kind of turns a little quicker and you got to get your legs in it. The ones like seat two, three, and uh, five, six, you can kind of put your legs around the seat in front of you. Mm, so okay. it's totally important to me. Got okay. it. That makes sense. See, I like Eric, the front because I feel like issue. I don't get yeah. Well, I but I feel like the front doesn't bounce around as much as the back. Call me crazy. I heard it's a rumor. I haven't done that for a while. That ride did all awful. <laughs> all right. Um, let's talk about Tron. There's a pre-show in Tron. There's lockers in Tron, and then there's a row to pick. What's what's the scuttlebutt here? Uh, you want to get through the lockers so quick. I'm realizing you can skip a lot of people. If you're like, have your gear ready to go. You know what you're doing. Put everything in a hat in locker, close locker, go. And you, you can get ahead of 20, 30 people. How do you operate the lockers for people that haven't been yet? Oh, use your uh, magic band. Or your, or ticket, your ticket to get in. You tap yeah. it. It opens the locker. You put it in, you shut it. Um, if you still have your phone on you, if you didn't put your phone in the locker, take a picture of your locker number. That helps. Yeah, I think that's the way to kind of be able to kind of expedite your processes. Don't don't fool around at those lockers. Just be ready to go. Like before they tell you to go find your locker, have it already there, including your magic band. Tap, go, shut, down the road. So then do you guys have a preference on row? Because my preference on the row is a seat outside. Uh, I mean, I think front row is best row here. I think the experience is the same everywhere. But that launch sitting in the front row with nothing in front of you, it, it's creme de la creme. I've not done the front row yet, so I'm going to put that on the old list. Going to have to ask for it, Derek. I will. The launch is, is the best part of that attraction. I mean, the, the back half of that roller coaster is... You know, we see that everywhere, but that launch is really special, in my opinion. Very good. All right. This one may be the worst bottleneck on property. We've said that twice already, so they can't all be. But Haunted Mansion, pre-show. Also, they do fill in all available space before you even go in the building. Don't be afraid to fill. And then you go in the pre-show. Kent, what direction do you go to get to the door? Because it's not looking like a door anywhere. Um, so it depends on which room, once you come into the mansion, that they put you in. The doors aren't on the same side. Right. So, so one's on the, the back right. right, yeah, and one's on the back left. 
Um, if you kind of look at the walls, you can figure out where the door is going to open from. Um, if you're not sure which side you're in, like I said, it's either the back right or the back left. If the room on the left, it's the back right. If the room on the right, it's the back left. Um, get as close to that door as possible. They're going to tell you to get in the middle. Get as close to that door as possible. Yep. So basically, you go in and you hang a left if you're turning right. You hang a right if you're turning left. That's clear as mud. Um, and some, it's pretty dark. So just kind of get that general area and then sprint out. Keep your party together because it narrows up in a hurry. Oh, I always hate when one person gets like way in front and people are trying to cut you. That's not the one to do that in. Yeah, like keep your parties together. It's tricky, yep. but. Oh, I have had people trying to, oh, my party's up there. And I'm trying to be like, oh, sorry. Make them yeah. come back to you. So that's where I send one kid ahead and we just pass everybody till we catch up to Alden. No, don't do that. I don't, don't do, that. do that. That's that's horrible move all right let's move on to thunder mountain um no pre-show but you pick left or right at one point and then you pick a row so definitely kind of that strategy i talked about earlier sometimes what looks like the longer row when you have to make that decision is sometimes a faster row or more often than not you're going to find is the faster row um so obviously it's not always the you know, nine times out of ten, but I'll pick the longer row more often than I don't. All right. Uh, when they when you go to pick your sides, Derek, do you have a favorite seat, front, back? Nope, I'm middle? just happy to be on it. They're all good. They all you, clear. You're uh, always just happy to be on things. Ken's over here nodding true. like, yes, there's a correct. There's row. a one. Doesn't this one like take care of gallstones? So you know, I'm good. Whatever. That's uh, yeah. Kidney stones, Derek. Kidney. So sorry, I knew something. My illustrious career for the, the the Walt Disney World Company was spent working on Big Thunder Mountain for the month I worked there. Um, the back row is by far the best row in that attraction. The front row, you're blocked by the the, the locomotive. That's a really a fake locomotive. Oh, that's a good it point. Pull anything. So the back, the thrill is better in the back. Um, the train on Big Thunder does not release until the last car crests gets let go of the chain. So the thrill in the back is significantly more intense than the thrill in the front. I always ask for the back, um, unless I'm in a hurry. Um, I'm trying to ride everything in one day. But if I'm there for my own pleasure and leisure, back row, please, every time. I, I'll ask every time, and they'll usually just go against the wall and wait in the back is what they tell me. Nice. I just like doing this one at firework time. I want to do that again. Yeah, that is cool. That's a whole different thing. That's yep. cool. All right. Um, one last one, going to throw one show in here, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Now, we haven't talked too much about theaters, because one, they don't move, and, like, I just want to be done. But, like, as you're waiting, the further forward you go in the waiting area, the closer to the front of the stage you go, the further towards the back you are, the further towards the back. Now, once you're inside and seated... They call on the audience for stuff, and there seems to be certain areas that get called on more. And Kent, have you ever been that guy? I was that guy one time. No, nice. I was one hundred percent that guy one time. You're always that guy, but like, that was so Walter. What area did you sit? Do you think it matters? Um, I was, it was like middle. I was like the first one on like the far side in the middle is what I remember. Um, but I remember like I was in a, dis like a football discussion with a buddy before I went in there and I was, we got kind of 
and tense. So I think I walked in there with this expression and I sat down still with a little bit of frustration on my self, my face. And they definitely, definitely picked up on it and made me the, that guy the entire time. I've never been that guy. Derek, you've had to buy everybody churros though, right? Uh, I'd, uh, I've gotten two things. I had to uh, pretend to be Mike Wazowski and do the RAR. And then I also got the, uh, like, uh, my, Olivia was my little monster. Michelle had to be the uh, person that did the telepathetic powers one time. And when we did that, we were kind of in the front half, towards the back of the front half, and near the middle. That seems to be a popular... I, most of the action happens in the front half, I think. Except for really cute kids. They get picked on no matter where they are. I'm not one of those. Not at all. All right. Any other attractions that need a honorable mention here, Kent? Not not overly that I can think of. I would say if you're looking at Barnstormer for your little kids, I'd probably try to get the backside of that train um, as yeah. well. I think that's an important one. But other than that, most of them are, it doesn't really matter. I was going to say Buzz Lightyear, the left side is a little bit easier than the right side. Yeah, but the left side, you're steering with your right hand and shooting with your left. If you want to shoot with your right hand and steer with your left, then you want to be on the right side. Or if your partner's good at steering, they're on the right side steering. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You can shoot with two hands. Got it. Okay. Now I know my purpose. Okay. All right. Well, it's been a long time since we've done six plus years, Kent. Things probably changed. For the lightning round. round. All right, Kent, this lightning round is just for you. Actually, it's the same questions as always. But answer with your favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, whatever you need to under the Disney umbrella. Uh, The points matter. We will judge. I was going to say it's made up, but it matters today. Yeah, we're going to judge everything you say. All right. Favorite Disney movie? Uh, Probably Indiana Jones, I guess, because I own it now. I would say the Indiana Jones, the the Last Crusade is my favorite, but um, I think you could do, you know, Raiders too, is right there. Okay. Favorite Disney character? Donald Duck. Number, number one, one duck. That's two yep. weeks in a row. Yeah. All right. Favorite Disney villain? I think this has kind of changed as I've gotten older, but I really appreciate a good Jafar now see that okay or the headless horseman i was a big Ooh. fan of headless horseman too he okay. scared me to death as a kid so <laughs> in person i'm guessing too riding down the street it's pretty cool when you see it in person yeah. the headless horseman it come is. down on the horse yeah it's yep. pretty cool it i gotta admit that's one thing if you got if you get the opportunity definitely make sure you witness it and that's at mickey's not so scary halloween party before the break now all right yeah tickets available but not quite it's all sold out no, it's not all yet, but close. Okay, moving on. Favorite Disney song? You know, I'm partial to uh, probably Zippity Doodah. Nice. It's a nice song. All right, favorite Disney park? I'm going to say Animal Kingdom. In Florida, I'm going to say Animal Kingdom. All right. All right. We'll accept favorite classic attraction you define classic oh it's big thunder without a without a doubt how holds childhood memories for me so big thunder without a doubt nice. favorite modern attraction you define modern and i'll say this with the caveat it: if it's working and in, in its entirety rise is the best ride on the 
planet right now if everything is working. All the ifs. All right. Favorite Disney resort. This has also changed. I know since the last time I gave this answer, but I'm really kind of starting to like now with the sky on the Skyliner line is is kind of the Caribbean now. But I mean, Coronado is still right there for me, too. So I thought you were going to say the Star Cruiser. I totally thought that. But it's going to it's closing in 10 minutes. Right. Yeah, come on, Derek. So I would say one, probably Caribbean, and then followed closely, closely by Coronado. All right. Favorite Disney counter service restaurant? Mm, I'm partial to Casey's. That worries me whenever anybody says that. Yeah, it's that. not I'm good. Just, I have hot There's nothing like a, a late, late night Casey's. I'm, it hits. I'm, Sounds like heartburn. I don't know. Yeah, so. <laughs> And I love all their like specialty hot dogs too. Yeah, like I when like they them. put mac and cheese and all. Give me all every weird combination they come up with. I want it. I do appreciate that they make some different things and they change it up. All right, favorite table service restaurant. Oh, it's not even close. Homecoming is the best restaurant on property. All right, Derek, you, if you haven't been there. Get there. I've been there. Ah, one of these times, Derek. All right, favorite Disney snack. Uh, this hasn't changed. The empanadas out in front of Mexico, um, mm. where you kind of where you get the margaritas out in front. Now they do empanadas with street corn. They are, oh, they they melt in your mouth. They're so good. Nice favorite Disney drink. I know this has changed too. I'm still oh. in the same country. We had the Red Stack Lemonade out the fife and drum out in front of America. Now we got to go back to the new American bar where the. And it's probably a bunch of people's answer, I imagine. Um, at least, actually, I know I've heard it on this show. But it, that moonshine sour, it is mm-hmm. so good. It is so yeah. So that that bar good. back there is got several really good drinks, and like it's getting more and more popular drinks. too. The word's out. Yeah, back there with the barbecue, there's mm-hmm. a bar outside. Like there's a window to the, kind of the left of where you enter into the barbecue. I, I will give you a hidden gem at Epcot just because it never gets talked about. And most people, there's a drink called Tipsy Ducks in Love um, in China. And China, and I, mm-hmm. I, it's chocolate coffee. It's it's really good. Just, it's kind of there too. I really enjoy that drink. Nice. All right. Disney bucket list travel item. I probably really want to see Disney Sea. I think if you had a one... Yep. thing in disney that i haven't seen i really want to see disney see um i think that's on my list um i know you guys had the the gentleman on who went to all of them in a short amount of time yeah. and did all the rides um that's probably a bit i'm in that that community that's a bit extreme for me but i think disney see i really want to see the pictures I think are if, phenomenal i think if i went i want to actually enjoy yeah, not Correct. try to run through everything. Not just do attractions, but enjoy. I love that answer. Two Correct. or three days there. So, no, yeah. that's a good one. That that includes the lightning, the lightning round. round. All right, Kent. Well, take a minute and tell people where they can find you. Um, don't really have anything to promote, guys. You know, you guys are two guys I really consider friends. I remember six years ago and seven years ago now, whatever it was, and you know, I. It went from me being on this podcast to me truly considering you guys friends. I don't have really much to promote at all. I'm at okay. UCF Kent on Twitter. I'm around the parks. Halloween Horror Nights is starting up here, end of the week. So I'll be there 
probably tweeting from there quite a bit, just my takes on Halloween Horror Nights. So, but other than that, man, love you guys. Oh, well, we love you too, man. Walter, F-O-W. Yeah. There's only one day this year where Kent and I's love will be tested, and that's the Chiefs-Jaguars. It could be two. <laughs> I it like my chances this days. year. I, I'm right. not going to say Sounds like I a like snack mine. bet. Loser has to buy the other one a snack. You heard it here. You know, so there I'll you take go. it. Snack bet. I'm 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 up for that, Kent. I'm I'm game. All right, we'll do it. Snack bet. There right. we go. All Loser right. Well, we got to get to the we got to get to the after show. You never know what's going to happen when we have Kent on our Patreon show. So if you want to hear that, you're going to have to click that in the show notes. And of course, uh, you got to keep leaving those reviews so Doug can weirdly read your name on air. And if you want to book a trip to try any of these strategies that we gave you, you're going to have to go into the show notes and click that touring plans destination link. Uh, it's there. They will help you book and have an amazing vacation. And you definitely need one. Uh, because you might run into Kent while you're down there, and that would make it even better. Touringplans.com slash rope drop. There you go. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Kent. So we got to get to the after show. So for Kent and Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.